This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, Welcome 2021. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you'll ever need to listen to. Who am I? I'm H. Allen Sklat, Sklat, slash Sadie Pines. Wow, I have words in my mouth. They will come out. <laughs> and I'm Sclary Sclatority. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we used to watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then talk about it, but now we just kind of do whatever we want, which we are watching an episode of The Golden Girls and talking about it, but in a different way. Yeah, I was going to say, we're just <laughs> yeah. in a different way. Uh, welcome to another rewatch of the Rewatch, guys. Where, um, yeah, we're going to watch another classic episode of the Golden Girls. But this time, we're just going to provide some live commentary as we're watching it. And we encourage you, if you would like to watch along, great. But a lot of you guys already know these episodes by heart. Like, I was thinking, would I watch along listening to us? And I probably wouldn't because I know... I, I know the episode, so it's just fun to wa- listen to people talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. It's this great. is the first um, podcast back. Now, we well, now just a little yes. peek behind the curtains of Carrie and I's lives. We actually recorded this, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago? We did this, <laughs> a yeah. Weeks and ago. then you were having technical problems, and then we, we rescheduled for, like, the next day or something. But then both of us... We're just so busy, which this just goes to show you why we can't, like, do, like, a weekly rewind or whatever. Because we're busy people. But we're here now. We finally found the time. We have rescheduled, I think, nine times. Yes. Yes. Should we – I know we have a little bit of catching up to do. Should we tell them what episode we're going to be Oh, yeah, we probably should because they're probably sitting there being like, see the episode, see the episode. Okay, we are are watching – What should I cue up while you guys are bantering? (laughs) (laughs) We should watch – or we should watch. We are watching – what, Carrie? We are watching season two, episode two, Ladies of the Evening. It came out on October 4th, 1986. How exciting was not almost exactly what? 25, 35 years ago. Like to this. I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah, it's October now. We're recording this on October 13th. So yeah, almost exactly. Wow. 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 I wasn't, I wasn't even born yet. I was actually. Yes, you were. <laughs> but someone someone asked me my age the other day, and I was just like, just pick a box. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Just pick a box. Whatever you want. 
I will say I I'm not gonna I, I don't I'm not one to toot my yeah. own horn often, but when I tell people I'm 38 <laughs> years old, a lot of times what I get is you don't look a day over 25, mm. 27. And you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. But hey, don't don't get me wrong. I, I'm aging mm-hmm. with grace. I, I see lines. I see things. I feel like I'm able to cover certain things up. I'm aging with grace. There's nothing wrong with looking your age. There's nothing yeah. wrong with looking older yeah. than your age. I lo- wrinkles oh, I am, are beautiful. I'm pulling a blanche, but I will and I'm say, fully um, going after cosmetic uh, procedures in order to stay uh, forever young and beautiful. And I, I'm fine with that. There's a lot of Botox happening. There's a lot of Juvederm happening. There's potentially someday a surgery happening. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to do the things that I need to do in order to stay 32 for the rest of my life. And honestly, if that makes you happy, that's what you should do. Yes. I think that's what great. That- we're going to get so many comments of people being like, no. Like, every time I tell my mom I'm, like, going to get Botox, she's like, no, don't do it. Why doesn't but she I want have... you to get Botox? Because she just doesn't want me to alter my face. And I'm like, I'm not altering it. I'm just smudging it. I'm basically just doing a blurring effect. Like yeah. A, like, a, like a medical blurring effect, yeah. if you will. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. But whatever. It's fine. Do what you need to do to feel good about yourself. And the ladies in this episode, they definitely felt good about themselves because they got gussied up and they went to see Mr. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, this is basically known as the Burt Reynolds episode. <laughs> Which is, in, and you know what's weird? I looked into what Burt Reynolds was doing this year, 1986, and he had a few films that came out and stuff, but the the biggest thing he had that I found was a PSA film with like a bunch of other actors like Judd Nelson and Dermot Mulroney called um, If Your Kid's on Drugs. It came out like the next month after this episode aired, and it's a weird... I'll, I'll put a clip on our Instagram. It's it's a weird it's a weird special. Well, I feel like this episode, I mean, we're in season two. It's the top of season two. The Golden Girls did so well in it. It's like the second season. episode. It's the second episode. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you have to wonder. You're like, ooh, is Burt Reynolds doing them a favor or were they doing Burt Reynolds a favor? I think they were doing Burt Reynolds a favor, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because, I mean, a couple of years later, he had Evening Shade. Like, his film career was not steamy hot at that point. Sally Field had left him. You oh, know, I it didn't was, know that he was ever with Sally Field. Oh, yeah. During Smokey and the Bandit, she left him. And then she went off to win all the Oscars. And what did Burt Reynolds do? He just he just sold orange juice. He sold orange juice? What? Yeah, he, he was the orange he was the orange juice commercial person. I remember that as a kid. That's that's literally how I knew of Burt Reynolds was because of the orange juice commercials. I knew of Burt Reynolds because I saw a film that he was in in the movie theaters that came out film? late eighties, early nineties. I don't know if you remember the cop it's, one. It's a little movie called Cop and a Half. Yes, I remember <laughs> Cop and a Cop and a Half was so good. Where it wasn't um, as good as Kindergarten Cop, but it was so good. Yeah, it was. I do remember seeing it in theaters. And looking back, I'm like, who's this movie for? Because I guess <laughs> at the time. I was a child I, and I enjoyed it. I feel like I was probably like, I don't know, 11, 12. I don't know. But and I enjoyed it. Or. Yeah. Who's that movie for? I don't quite yeah. know, to be honest. I have no idea. But I I and I think it came out around the time of Kindergarten Cop, which Kindergarten Cop. I mean, that's a classic. Mm. That's that's a film that holds up. Not really, because it probably is very complicated in many ways. But it's still I remember loving it as a kid. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely loved it as a kid. And the adult component of like 
there's this like one of the kids his dad is like a real bad guy and is like yes. trying to murder all the cops and stuff and like and they're after him that was like the adult component that i didn't I didn't like really respond to as well. Like I was like, Oh, let's skip this part. I just want to get to the part where Arnold is like interacting with children. I, well, I was all about, um, uh, Oh God, the redhead, his assistant or his like co-cop or whatever. Oh, yeah. She was sick throughout she was the most great. of the film. Yes, I know. She was my favorite. I was obsessed with her. And then she had a TV movie like the next year after kindergarten cop about her being like an abused wife and then kidnapping her kids. And then 20 years later she gets caught for kidnapping her kids, but she's like made herself like into a great person or whatever. It was a good TV movie. Well, if she was an abused woman who was saving her children, the word kidnapping shouldn't even be used in that scenario. I know. She was but saving ki- her children probably the dad, from their abuser. The dad got custody somehow, and I responded to it because my when my parents divorced, my dad got custody, and it was a very strange experience oh, for me. Oh, the patriarchy. So I, re- I relate. Well, okay. We can go down a lot of roads here, but because I feel like between the two of us, we can be like, oh, you remember this one TV movie? You remember this one movie? Like, we could probably just do a domino effect of how we can connect Burt Reynolds to this episode, but whatever. One thing we do need to do, there are two things we need to do before we get to this episode. First off, we need to say that you all should be listening to other Hoo Ha Ha podcasts because we are on now the Hoo Ha Ha network and there are lots of fun podcasts on the network. They have Villains of History, which I actually started listening to like not long ago and it's fun. Yeah. I love a history podcast. I love a history so podcast fun. as well, especially Villains. Hit me up with a good yes. antagonist. Yes. So fun. What are friends made for? Girly mags. I mean, there's so many gender fluids. Like there are so many great podcasts on the Hoo Ha network and we're so Glad to be on it. So go there. Check out all things hoo-ha-ha. And then before we get into anything else, I have to say, this is the first podcast we are recording since Carrie had a baby. That's oh right. my god! This is our postpartum <laughs> podcast. This is literally, which it feels weird for me saying that because we did record this like three weeks ago, and yeah. I really gushed about you having a baby Aww. then. So that was probably more authentic than I am now because now I'm just used to Zelda in my life. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but still, congratulations! Thank oh you. my god! Yeah, that's so exciting. It's been a roller coaster. It's been for I'm sure for any parents out there, especially <clears throat> when you're a first time parent. Uh, we're learning things every day. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's a little over three months now. Uh, little Oreo. Little Oreo. I enjoy it. Every time I post a picture of her on Instagram, some amazing fan of the podcast or Golden Girls fan just comments on like, I love seeing little Oreo and it makes me laugh. I, enjoy I know. It. I love I love that other people caught on to me saying little Oreo because like at first when you first announced you were pregnant, which was one of the hardest secrets I've ever had to keep. In my life. Yeah. And I am a homosexual. And that says a lot. <laughs> that says a lot. Um, I I was literally from the beginning, I was like, Oreo, little Oreo, little Aurora. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, so I'm so glad others have joined into that bandwagon. And she's so cute. Thanks. I'm so. Yeah, I'm obsessed with her. She's the best. She does. You know, it's so funny when you, you don't think about learning the most basic things for the first time and then when you see a baby discover it you're like oh yeah there was a time when I didn't know where my hands were (laughs) you know what I mean like yeah she just discovered and and part of it too is like when you know her muscles getting stronger but she just discovered that if she lifts her head up and kind of cranes her back she can look at things behind her oh wow and she is obsessed with doing that right now and I was like oh yeah 
There was a time where I didn't know how to do that either, Zelda. That's wild. So it's cool to watch her like discover things that she can like grip something with her hand and put it in her mouth. Like, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's fun, and I can't wait. I always, she I always thought talk. it'd be. Like, when is that moment when a kid knows that their poop smells? And mm. because, like, right now she's in that blissful place of just being like, whatever, my shit don't stink. Like, other people take care of that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, what what age are they just like, that smells and I'm going to use it to my advantage? Oh, boy. I don't know. I guess I'll tell you. You're going to get to it soon. Yeah. yeah I'll let tell me you know. When text I get me. There. Yeah. Text the GG VIP group when you get there. That's an important moment that yes. we need to be yes. texted about. I will. Um, and speaking of big news. Oh, yeah. What other your big news podcast. Do we have? Oh, yeah. I have a Audible. podcast. Let's talk yes. about it. Your other podcast. Yes, I have. Well, I mean, I, I do have, of course, the You're Making It Worse podcast yes. that I do with Elliot uh, Glazer and Brent Sullivan, which is lots of fun. You guys can go listen to that. It's just we complain about things weekly. But um, the podcast on Audible is definitely a more serious podcast. It's something that probably only Dorothy would listen to of the women, of, of the course. four women. Um, and it's Maybe called. Sophia. Maybe Sophia, but she would probably get it confused or something else. Yeah. But it was called The Murder of Robert Wan, and or it is called The Murder of Robert Wan, and it's a true crime case that I've been obsessed with for years. It was a DC murder that happened in 2006 that I just can't get out of my head. And so um, some nice people gave me some Jeff Bezos money and said, hey, make something with this. And so I did, and you can go listen to it now at on Audible, exclusively on Audible. Um, it's The Murder of Robert Wan. And I will say, as someone who loves and digests so many true crime podcasts, I binged this in maybe two days. Ah! It was so captivating and gripping, and it's such a tragic story. And it really is. It and just such a it just leaves you it leaves you like wanting more. It, it's yeah, yeah. It's, and the and the great thing about the case is, I'm not going to give anything away, but. There could be more. Yes. There's 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 a possibility. There's this is not a case where there's like a nice little bow at the end and things are closed up and the you know the the bad guy's been caught. It's it's a uh, it's it's more nuanced than that. Mm-hmm. And and so there there could be more. If you listen, you might be able to find out how. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to tell everybody to listen and if you do and you love it, definitely rate and review the podcast as well. Please. Yes. Thank you. You're so much better about telling people what I should be telling people to do because no. I'm just like, "Listen to it. No. You want listen to it. Just listen to it. Don't do anything." No, else. listen. I'm um, I'm a fan. It was I mean, I I was listening to it late at night, which was probably not great, but and I know I already told you this, but I want to say it again. Your true crime podcasting like narration you <laughs> nailed it it's a di- it's a completely different type of cadence and tone and it really it's, is it's way less um uh co- i don't want to say conversational but it's because there's an element to, of that to it as well i mean it was sort of a dance i definitely had to work with some people in figuring out the voice. It's because, very like, deliberate. It's very controlled. Yeah. It's it's a different side of you that I was actually really impressed with. Because I didn't want to sound like a newscaster, but I also couldn't sound like I sound normally like I do now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I am really sort of, I'm a flamboyant person, and I, I tend to be very casual with my words. And I, I mean, anyone listening to this podcast for the years we've been doing this podcast know that I tend to just say whatever comes to mind, and it's very chill. And so it's it was hard for me to find that. And I found the voice that, like, really hit was the voice I often do with Sadie Pines. Um, 
because it like it it it's a it's a it's a serious tone. People listen to it. They respond to it. They, you know what I mean? It 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 uh, gets a response, which I think sometimes works in my favor. So it was great. yeah, it it was great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So we should get into this episode, right? Absolutely, we should. Definitely get into we this should. I'm so excited to watch it. And I will say, since we last recorded, um, mm-hmm. I so I I was able to convince Stan to upgrade to commercial free Hulu only because yes! only because I told him that when I went into labor and at, and when I was at the hospital, I wanted to watch the golden girls and I was not going to sit through commercials while I was in labor. No. So we upgraded and then I just haven't gone back. So <laughs> we don't need to, it's not that much more a month. I know you've it. been saying it forever. For some reason, it's just been it's been something that I was like. Ad free Hulu. On. I mean, we're not sponsored by Hulu. Let me just say that right here and now. We are. We we will gladly be sponsored by Hulu if they want to sponsor us. But um, ad free Hulu is literally the best thing ever. It's changed my life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay, let's get into this. We'll, we'll take a little break. So go get a snack and then come on back and then we're gonna watch, ladies. Of the evening. And we're going to start at the opening credits, the theme song. Yes. Yes. Yes, of course. I have to. Of course. Okay, we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, let's press play on the count of three. Ready? Mm -hmm. One, two, three. Oh, my audio's on. My audio is on too. Oh, the theme (laughs) song. It feels oh. so weird to watch it without being without singing along um, at full volume. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, oh well, I mean, you know, I like how we both were like, okay, we're gonna go to a break, we're gonna come back, we're gonna play the thing, and then all both of our audios both on. Our so, audios. guys, this is just who we are. We're not, we're not, we're not clean. We're just, we're very cash. You we're know? imperfect. We're imperfect. And I Love blame everything the on baby are. brain these days. And I blame everything on. Cheese. I eat too much cheese. That's what I bought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, Kathy Spear and Terry Grossman. We do love a Terry Grossman. Oh, God. The plumber in this episode. He is actually funny. I'm I'm really happy. You know, they start with the traditional plumber under the sink shot, you know, and maybe yeah. they couldn't do this because it was network television. I appreciate that he's wearing like a one piece jumpsuit and that we didn't see his crack. Yeah. Like a very true. stereotypical plumber thing. I mean, I would fully wear that jumpsuit, though. Although, no, like, he's not a plumber. He's a um, exterminator. Yes. Yeah. And ex- yes. Baby yes, brain, yes, you yes. guys. Baby brain. Baby brain. <laughs> I love that yeah. joke. Maybe he'll be voted out in the next election. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I also love how Dorothy is like, she just like 
literally just like being sarcastic with this exterminator as if like they know each other and they can be that casual. Like she's actually being rude. Like if I saw her talking to him at the store and I was waiting online, I'd be like, why are you so rude to this person? He's just a worker. Yeah. You'd like tap her on the shoulder and be like, excuse me, ma'am. Well, just be nice. Just be nice. It's not hard. Uh, but I do love that this is the last like season where Dorothy's hair is like kind of normal. It never, I mean, I guess, yeah, in the later, later seasons. She gets big helmet It does get big. In the later seasons. Like, she gets to be helmety. This is the season where she's still kind of, like, just swooshing it back. Oh, I love Blanche's excitement in this moment. The buildup of this line. And also that Sophia's holding this green little green watering can. It's such a good prop for her to have in her hand when she's, like, bouncing up and down. Prop, yeah, like having a prop fully. to work with is such an amazing thing for an actor. It gives you like so many more like choices that you can make. Fully, yes. I feel like yeah. B. Arthur also isn't jumping as high as she could because she knows you'll see like the boom mic. <laughs> <laughs> like she with knows. Another, the Mr. Burt Reynolds himself. I, yeah, it's, uh, and we'll also like the way B. Arthur screams. She like screams like she's in an orchestra. She puts her hands under her and she's like, ah! <laughs> so amazing. It's so good. It's so good. I can't. I get to. I get to. Then and that they're not bringing Sophia with them, which is just like, it's actually mean. It's also it's so interesting that it's an odd number of tickets. I feel like usually when you win some kind of contest, it's like two. It's usually like, like you and a guest. two tickets. You and a guest. Yeah. yeah three tickets it's like then why not just give them four yeah yeah because you know the friend of the friend's gonna want to bring a friend yeah it, it three tickets is very odd it and if she doesn't no who cares we're meeting burt reynolds <laughs> more <gasps> jumping more jumping more mm. jumping and then of course the exterminator has to come out and be like i always get that i like that he has a good sense of humor with the yeah, ladies yeah i know she was it, rude to him and he's still like you know just being kind he's of still just being a nice exterminator guy mm. and also people like that they don't get the respect they deserve they do a crappy job like it's not a job i would ever want to do i'm sure if you're listening and you're an exterminator you probably love it but i don't want to do it yeah no no I think I do love Blanche's like purple on purple with a little bit of blue touch. Like, I mean, Blanche is like, yeah, and also looks like she has a bigger, yeah, it looks like she has a bigger chest here. Like, she's showing cleavage, more cleavage than she usually shows. It's the bra. Is it the bra? It's the bra that she's wearing. It's it's pushing them together a little bit. I mean, she's something. Postpartum carry like twice twice the size of the old boobs. You got some you got some Kim K boobies. I got some Kim K boobies. You were already kind of packing, so you must be like. Oh, you're so incredibly sweet. No, honey, I was not ever. You had something. You had something, right? I mean, I I didn't have nothing. I will freely admit, I have not looked at your boobs. I know. I I wouldn't (laughs) expect you to. Um. Oh, the outside of this. Oh, sorry. I do wish the outside of the hotel was the Golden Palace and it was sort of like foreshadowing oh the, God, the spinoff. How great would that be? That would be amazing. Oh, the decor. Oh, God. It is so wonderfully 80s. So 80s. So, But also, have you ever seen a hotel room situated like this? Ever in your life where the beds are like apart from each other, not next to each other? I've never seen twin beds in a hotel room that weren't next to each other. Let's see. How far apart are they from each other? I need it to go wide again. Oh, that blue dress. It's so cute, Blanche's oh. dress. 
It's so. Oh no, yeah, I'm, I've never seen a setup. So yeah. the beds aren't parallel; they're perpendicular to each other. No, I have it's never so seen a hotel room like that. It's so strange to me. It's so strange. I bet you they tried. I bet you um, production design tried to put the beds like that, but then for blocking and camera, it didn't work, and they had to move one. Yeah, I can see that. I can fully see that. Yeah, no, Blanche's dress is just oh, like I can like hear like the sequins. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do love her talking about you know the uh, like like one of the dress up dolls, like him talking about Nixon with mm-hmm. being like all plastic down there and everything. I I think that I think that's a very accurate dis- de- description of Richard Nixon. <laughs> President of the Chamber of Commerce. I also love the juxtaposition of like How that many times? dress, and she's just wearing like light pink, like very pale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's definitely a contrast happening there. It happens a lot on the Golden Girls, where Blanche will be telling a story about something, making the women think one thing, and then all of a sudden it goes like in a completely opposite, different direction. Yeah, like the president's inauguration mm-hmm. or. Her like desegregating her school dance. Benjamin with wasn't going... black; he was a Yankee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love this. And Lonnie Anderson. Wow, Charles Nelson Riley. Now, okay, Charles Nelson Riley. Charles, just to give some background on who Charles Nelson Riley was, he was a very flamboyant, although I think straight flam, but he was a very flamboyant sort of personality. He did a lot of like night show stuff, and he directed some plays. And he was in Bye Bye Birdie. I think was what really made him famous. But he's just sort of a flamboyant figure that no one ever cared about. Um, I wonder if I he know, saw but... this episode and was like, oh, or if he was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> but John Forsyth, for just a tidbit about John Forsyth, he was the voice of Charlie in Charlie's Angels. Oh, I think I may and have he, known that. And he also was on Dynasty, of course. That was his big his big one. He was like the guy on Dynasty. Oh, I love that, like, mm. uh, Sophia's tricking Rose. Because, I mean, Rose, if you're going to trick anyone, I mean, if you're going to trick anyone, you want to do, like, make it something you want to brag about, try to trick Dorothy. That's a good one to trick. I also can't believe that when she says, I'm one of the winners of, pub, you know, Publishers Clearinghouse, Dorothy and Blanche are like, oh, like, it's not until they she mentions the Burt Reynolds tickets that they're like, oh, it's Sophia. Why would they be calling you at a hotel? Like, where did Publishers Clearinghouse yeah. get that information that you're at a hotel how did they know you were there rose like now okay this hotel would you have thought it was a hotel for sex workers like would you no i mean well here's the thing if it's a front right then they're trying to give the appearance but here's the thing is that like do other people just like, do they take walk-ins? You know what I mean? Like, they, they must. The mem- I members mean, of the public have to be booking rooms at this place, which is I mean, why I never look at the women. the women got arrested. When the women walk into the hotel's lobby and there are two women behind them, one of them looks like a, like a gypsy and the other one's wearing, like, red tights. And that would tip me off that I was in a hotel that maybe wasn't on the up and up. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it, I mean, I know I said it when we originally recorded this, how they've got no basis with which to arrest the women on yeah. at all. There was no, like, exchange of money for services agreed. Um, just They all look amazing, though, the, th- the three women. They look so good. They do look amazing. Ugh, and sleazy the, men chatting them up. I feel sleazy. so protective of them right now. I'm like, get out of there, get out of there. The line that like throws me in this is when they talk about Carl and they say Carl is into leather or something, and I'm like, 
oh, okay, where is that going? Like, I don't want to think about Dorothy and, well, I do want to think about Dorothy and Leather Chaps. I even think there's a drawing out there of, like, from the Golden Girls erotica show that Lenora Claire did a couple years ago, where Dorothy was actually in Leather Chaps and stuff. Um, but yeah, Carl's into leather. And the pay extra? <laughs> like, I like how Blanche is like, I mean, whatever, you know, they're just, they're just unique. They're different. I can't. And the fact that, like, Dorothy says that she's been working in the business for 30 years. Oh, for about 30 years now. I like that she at least acknowledges, <laughs> like, that's an odd leadoff question. Yeah. I can't. Dorothy's a very experienced teacher. Everyone who's had her says she's great, which, I mean, is such a perfect, like, double entendre line. Mm -hmm. Like, it is such a perfect line. Maybe she could give us the three R's, reading, writing, and running around the bed. Mm -hmm. And that's when Dorothy's like, okay, enough. We're out of here. Later. How long have you girls been working? That's an odd lead-off question, (laughs) Carl. But actually, I've been working all about 30 years. Boy, you must really know your business. Miss Dorothy's a very experienced teacher. Everybody who's had her says she's great. Uh, what do you say we get some drinks and go upstairs and, and have Dorothy teach us the three R's? Reading, writing, and running around the bed? Uh, as enticing as the offer is, we really must pass. Oh, scusamente. Oh, you ladies don't want a party. There are plenty of younger girls who work here that'll take our money. Girls who'll take their money. Do you know what he thinks we are? Waitresses? <laughs> no, Rose. Hookers. Not, uh-uh, Dorothy. You're not going to go far because you're about to be under arrest. Now, they do use, I mean, they do use a word that. Waitresses? That... I love the way she says that. <laughs> Waitresses? <laughs> Dorothy says hookers, which is like an inappropriate word now. It would be sex workers. Sex workers. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was a different time. And they didn't time. necessarily know better and in some cases didn't care. And so we are here to say we still love them and we are saying they can evolve. Yes. And also we wouldn't shame them for being sex workers. No. No, of course not. As never. long as none of them were like coerced into it in any way and it was something that they were, you know, choosing to do on their own, then yeah. 100%. Now, if they talked badly about the Golden Girls, then I would have some words to say about them. <laughs> For other reasons. <laughs> I like how Ro- Rose is the one. I mean, when the, the prospect of Rose going to jail is actually great comedy because she, like, hyperventilates. Like, she's she's <laughs> she would have a breakdown in jail, which we eventually see that she does. Talking about joining a, a crowd in prison and <laughs> engineer a prison break and... <laughs> and while meanwhile she's wearing all this costume jewelry and like a sparkly top talking about her prison break <laughs> and burning her fingers with acid so she doesn't have fingerprints fingerprints anymore. like where did where did rose learn to that what television show did rose watch to learn that that is a thing i don't know i think that they do it to will smith and men in black i think they burn off his fingerprints when he becomes uh an agent <laughs> The Rose's um, saying, I want to live, I want to live, is actually from a 1958 film called I Want to Live, starring Susan Hayward. And I think she even won the Oscar for that. I believe that's something we talked about in the original episode. I'd be willing Probably. to bet. I also yeah. love that she, Rose is a crisis 
center uh, worker, and she's terrible and she's, in an actual crisis. She's terrible in a crisis. Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh, and quiet, you trash. Oh. <laughs> Which I mean is a perfect, perfect thing it's to say so bland. to literally anybody. It's so it's bland. So, it it's so blanche. I can't. Oh. And Dorothy trying to, like, settle the matter. But, the uh, like, literally, if you have a bunch of male cops, they're not going to be nice. I mean, I'm sorry. They're never going to be understanding. We were going to see Mr. Burt Reynolds. Don't you dare drag Burt's good name into this. Look Punk. at that. Men sticking together. Man, yeah, gross. Burt, and Burt Reynolds would be like these dudes, too. I mean, I hope, I hope Sophia had a good time with him at the end. But, like, yeah. ugh. I love it. Seeing them behind bars. Also, I, I mean, I've... I've been, I've never been officially arrested, but I have been in a jail cell, and I don't remember there being that many people in a jail cell. How do you end up in a jail cell but not being officially arrested, if you don't mind me asking? Well, <laughs> because I got taken in because I was really drunk um, in Chicago, and I sold the free newspaper in Chicago to try to make fare for the, for the L, to take the, the so train So you were trying home. to sell a free newspaper? Yeah. Yeah, and the police officer took me in and let me sort of just sleep off my um, drunkenness. Uh, this was years ago, guys. It wasn't like last year. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't have a problem. <laughs> oh, my God. The Butter Queen story. It was a long time The ago. only line from the Butter Queen um, story. <laughs> I've never been in a jail cell before. I think I was working on a Disney show and they had a set that was like a jail cell and I think I went into that, but that's the closest thing. Wow. Never, never been arrested. Never, I'm too boring. Wow. I've definitely had some run-ins with the authorities. But this police officer turning around being like, when Blanche confuses the female police officer for a male police officer and tries to flirt her way out of it, like her sass her hand on her hip being like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like was so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, there's nothing wrong with being career oriented. I love that line. I love that line so much. I think it's just like, and, and Blanche, Blanche is really like giving it to him. Now, this scene, I recently posted this video, a video on our Instagram um, out on the lanai officially, official or whatever it is. I don't know. Look it up. Uh, of this scene, of this fight. And it gets so many comments. And so, like, people, I mean, of course, if you're listening, you love this scene. People love this scene. It is, like, such a good, like, it's 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 B. Arthur at her best. Mm, it's so good. Here we go. It's coming up. They're chanting, fight, 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 fight. No, 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 you'll get us in trouble. I'm going to tear you apart. Fight, fight, fight. Listen, you punk. <laughs> the way she's I standing mean, with her hand on her hips. Like... But the thing is, her hands aren't even on her hips. Her palms are resting on her hips, and her hands are, like, oddly cropped out. Like, they're, sh they're jetted out. It's a weird hand on hips. Most people put their hands on hips like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like... You know, was that vertical? I guess vertical. But she's doing it, like, at an angle. It's very strange. I love the way her body language changes as soon as the woman turns away to, like, oh, like she almost collapses in on herself well, a little bit. But then she's all like, oh, well, it's not that different from the public school system. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as if it's, like, the most casual thing ever. Five, 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 Listen, five. you punk. 
You want to fight with someone, you're going to have to fight with me. But I warn you, I did time in Attica. <laughs> Attica's a men's prison. I know. I was there a year before they found out. <laughs> Sorry, Chief. I didn't mean to ruffle your feathers. Oh, Dorothy, that was magnificent. How did you ever pull that off? I work in the public school system. It's not that different from this. Now, okay, the Butter Queen story. I thought it came earlier, but it comes now. I notoriously do not like Rose's stories. I oftentimes only like the very end, the punchline of the story, the bitter butter memories bit is like those three words together is the joke to me, and it's so, so, so funny. But... The actual story, I'm always like, eh, come on. I, I love Rose stories, and I feel like they would be fun to write because, like, it's like a Mad Libs of just, like, like you could just picking words out of hat of hats, like a, like, a, yeah. like a peg-legged pig or something about a possum that they just said. It just, you know. The only hit. story I loved was the one where they she talked about having sex with the mice or something. Do you remember that? having sex with the mice yeah like one of her cousins got something with the animals i don't know if it was a mice or possum and they exploded yes do you remember that one yes they were trying to breed them yes yeah that that's that's a fun story that's a good one because the mental picture of that is really inappropriate and um and unfortunate uh butter queen I mean, I do. I I love the oh gosh, the randomness of so many of her stories. They're so funny and weird and colorful. I keep saying I want like, I want a book of her Saint Olaf stories like illustrated for children. That would be great. That would be great. That evening, butter was spelled R O S E, which is like in Saint Olaf. Not a surprise, really. <laughs> that it's they also, wouldn't know how to spell butter. I also, again, when you when you think of like the blocking of a scene, I, I love that there there's just a bench in yeah. the, like this. It's so unnatural to be like they're all all three are sitting in a bench facing forward, talking to yeah. one another, and all of the women are behind them listening. No one yeah. is actually facing anyone. Like they're Nobody. none of them are facing each other. It's so it's funny, wild. but it's all played out to the audience, you know, to the cameras. So. But it all works. Like, this works. Like, the the placement of the beds in the hotel didn't really work for me, mm-hmm. but this placement does work. Um, now, Meg, can we talk about Meg's pants? Like, if there were 80s pants ever. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's those bright, shiny, blue spandex pants. I, they're not spandex, though, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. but And then yeah. it's got, like, the, the blue... Um, furry material at the top and then like the blue yeah. furry I don't I don't know what that material is I have a sweater that's made out of that material in that exact color and I couldn't tell you what the material is wow I mean it's like she's nice on top and naughty below mm. you know what I mean like there's something there's something going on um but Meg also like I mean the coincidence of someone from St. Olaf being in there with Rose like Oh, for sure. That's wild, wild coincidence. But but it is it's it is fun. 
it's fun. I mean, I'm not one to, I, I definitely am one to let, just let myself go with the suspension of disbelief. But if you ever need to talk, you know, neighbor to neighbor. I also love that Dorothy and Blanche are out of the conversation and just leaning on the bars at that point. Like they don't even care enough to turn around. <laughs> yeah. They're just done with Rose. I'm just waiting for Dorothy to like take a cup and be like, nobody knows the trouble I'm in. Like how great would this have been to have a musical number from oh. Dorothy? How great. Amazing. Now, Sophia here, this is a baller move. Like, Sophia coming in, A, of course, rightfully so, she should be shocked that they still don't want to bring her to Mr. Burt Reynolds. Like, come on. I wonder if Estelle Getty, because again, just after like reading her memoir, she mm -hmm. talks about how self-conscious she constantly was um, when performing. And, you know, top of the second season, second episode, she's not really in this episode a lot. No. And I wonder no. if at any point, she was like, oh, my gosh, am I bad? Is that why I'm not in the, in the episode very much? Are they trying mm. to write me out? Is, you know? I don't know. I just, I, again, I would hope that she wouldn't think that. But just as an actor, knowing this is like the top of the second season, you know, yeah. this is only the second episode. If she Can had any imagine? feelings on not being I don't think anyone could much. ever, anyone could ever imagine the Golden Girls without Sophia. Oh, my gosh. No way. Oh my God, we're back at the house. I love that Sophia is just like taunting them, just taunting them with the stories of all the parties. And like, As she should. She totally should. She fully should. I don't want to hear another word. None of these things happened. Dorothy's just bitter. Oh, I love her sweater. That sweater and those pants, with light blue pants. Yeah. I oh. mean, Blanche's outfit, though. I love how Blanche is sitting on the couch, too. That's how I sit on the couch. Yeah, it's really comfy, just like side saddle. I'm fully side saddle all the time, like just sort of cozying in, you know, pillows on one side. I got my phone. Like, like Pat a book. Sajak riding a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you in anything backless, which is also true of my drag. I won't do backless. Never. Ever. I bought I a dress and took a pregnancy photo and it wouldn't zip up all the way. <laughs> so I couldn't show my back in the photo. <laughs> yeah. I love that there, uh, when Meg comes and visits Rose here, there's, there's, I mean, my taxi's waiting. I can't stay long. I just wanted to come and thank you. I love how this is like a, 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 like a thank you to Rose, but at the same time, it's also kind of like a read on Rose being like, you're old. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> like, like it's kind of wild. I don't want to be as old as you and still be in the business. Ugh. Which, I mean, if calling it the business is actually very classy to me, and I love that. And I love her leopard yep. print. Yeah, I But, know, okay, so she leaves here, right? And then literally, like, seconds later, there's another doorbell ring, and we know that it's Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Do they would have passed think, each other. Do you think Meg and Burt would have passed each other, and would Meg have fully freaked out? Um, it depends on... Like, if she would have known who Burt Reynolds was at the time. Everyone knows who Burt Reynolds is. You know what? Maybe she didn't. Maybe she, like, maybe she, like, jogged back to the taxi cab because it would have been waiting for her and you don't yeah. want the meter to run up any higher. So yeah. I bet you she kind of, like, did a quick click, clack, click, clack, click, clack, like, back to the taxi. True. Um, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds was hot. I mean, he really was hot. It's really funny watching this with the audio off, so I can't hear the applause. So it looks like yeah. Reynolds just, they open the door and he's just standing there forever not saying anything. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
And now the three of them raising their hands. Which one's the slut? Like oh. that. That is literally the best the best scene ever to like pause on and just like text to a bunch of gay friends because it's literally like every gay man at a party. <laughs> Which one's the slut? And they all raise their hands. Fear around. Oh, hi, Kurt. How about a little lunch? Listen, if you're buying, how about a big lunch? <laughs> My God, you're Mr. Burt Reynolds. I hope so, otherwise I got the wrong underwear on. <laughs> He's the roommate you told me about? Yeah. Which one's a slut? Hi. And that was the episode. Oh, it was such a good episode. And it just okay. freezes on them still with their arms up in the air, which is very I, funny. I love that. Let's take a little break, and then we'll come back, and we'll do our golden takeaways as usual. Okay? Ready? Break time. I'm just letting you go. <laughs> Okay, Carrie, what was your golden takeaway? Now, just a reminder for anyone listening, it is a nugget of truth or inspiration that you take from this episode and apply it to, you know, your life or maybe a piece of advice for our listeners. My, I don't remember what my golden takeaway was from the first time that we did this episode. But, I don't either. But, I don't remember what I did last week, though, so that doesn't say <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. But this time I'm going to say my golden takeaway is this. If you win tickets to something and you know that there's a person, you know who you're going to bring and you know that there's a person who's going to feel left out if you don't bring them, just mm-hmm. try to get one more ticket. Ask. Yeah. Beg. Yeah. Make up a little white lie about why you yeah, need say you have a disease or something. Like, do whatever you have to do. You know, yeah, just kind of put in an effort because you know what? And then don't flaunt it around the person who can't go if you're unable to get that ticket. She should have pulled the other women aside and said, hey, I got these tickets. You know, we can't bring Sophia. Let's figure out another way to make it up to her. Let's mm-hmm. take her out to dinner so that we so- we can soften the blow a little bit. Just like have a yeah. little bit of consideration for those closest to yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. My golden takeaway from this episode is, I think, to do more of research on what really made Burt Reynolds click. Because, like, I get that he's very attractive, and I get that people had, like, a he was like a heartthrob thing, but I've never considered him to be a good actor, and I want to know why. Why did people care? And also, my golden takeaway is for everyone to watch when Burt Reynolds lost the Academy Award to Robin Williams, because it's one of my favorite faces that a loser makes when they lose the Academy Award. He wasn't trying to fake it at all. He was pissed. Wow. This was a very um, anti-Burt Reynolds takeaway. I didn't mean it to be, because I'm not not necessarily anti-Burt Reynolds, but like, I guess, I I guess he's easy to be anti of. I don't know. anti-Burt Reynolds I guess I am I'm so sorry you froze for a second so if I wasn't re- responding quickly enough to what you said or oh reacting. I was just I was just I was laughing adorably which I'm sure is, you um, are 
I believe it. Always, always fun to fill the time. <laughs> well, that was our rewind, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to find out more about us, you can, of course, go listen to all the other episodes on the Hoo-Ha-Ha, Hoo-ha-ha app, um, which you can download also wherever you listen to podcasts. And they can follow us on social, Carrie. Where can they follow us? We're on um, Facebook, and we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram. Just type in Out on the Lanai. We come up, you'll, you'll see our faces us. in illustrated form. Yeah. And where can everybody find you on social media? Well, you can find me at H. Allen Scott on everything, or Sadie Pines on everything, or, you know, Google... <laughs> You're just naming search engines now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Where can they find you, Miss Carrie? I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram, which I have to say, since Squid Game has come out, has made me feel yes! real topical. Are you, are you getting Finally. more followers because of it? No. Wow. <laughs> it's not that good. No. No, no, I'm not. Um, oh my god so fun well yeah so guys we'll be doing more of these at some point you know we're both very busy so like whenever we we can can. and if you have specific specific episodes you guys think we should be doing you really want us to like cover or if you have any golden girls news out there definitely reach out to us on facebook twitter instagram and let us know what's going on because there's always Golden Girls things happening in the world yes. and we love hearing about it yes. and seeing and and oh Halloween's coming up so if any of you are dressing up as the girls or anything related to the Golden Girls tag us let us know we want to see it and share it so like let us see those costumes if you are dressing up as the Golden Girls or oh Carrie are you dressing up Zelda as Sophia um no not this Cuz that's year. a thing that's a thing for it Golden Girls thing. mommies I've seen it um no, I don't have the time or energy right now to to be really creative <laughs> with my costume. That is the ultimate mom answer, which I is like so brutally honest, but also awesome. I bought her um, this like kind of furry onesie animal thing. It's she's gonna mm-hmm. be a, a little blue bear, and it also just acts as like very warm clothing that she'll be able to wear this winter. I was, I don't even think I'm going to be dressing up not to put a downer on Halloween. I love Halloween, but if I can't, like if I'm not at the kitchen table at midnight, like cutting up felt and, and hot gluing and, and, and sewing my costume together, I just, I don't know that I want to half ass it. So I don't know that Stan and I are going to dress up. We might call this year a mulligan, a, a, okay. a Richard mulligan. Get it? I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I will it. be dressing I up, I think. What are I you think dressing we'll up? Be dressing as? up. And we have two ideas that we might do both. We might do one. I don't know. Um, but one of them is to dress up as uh, Madame Leota from the Haunted Mansion bride. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the with the, the in the bowl and everything. Very fun. That's one that's one idea. The other one, which is I think my favorite, is um, Christina from Mommy Dearest. After Joan Crawford um, beats her with the wire hanger, and she's covered in the she's covered in the flower or like the cleaning material stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I might be. That's a very fun. I enjoy like a niche or like a very yeah. inside jokey like like yeah. you know what I mean. Like you have to be like a real 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 big fan of something to understand those types yeah. of costumes. So, but I, I mean. Those. I'll be in pajamas. Like, how comfortable could I get? Yeah. No wire hangers. (laughs) Wait, no. My my favorite is Christina going, you know, after Joan leaves the room and she's covered in all this cleaning material and it looks like flour all over her. And she's like, Jesus Christ. 
It's like my the favorite. Acting, and acting. All I want to do, all I want to do, is go around to everyone on Halloween and go, Jesus Christ. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it. Okay, guys. Well, as always, remember, stay, stay golden. golden. Thank you guys for listening. We love you very much. We love you. Bye. Go do something good for the world. Time was and by the miles, I am here.